Welcome to The Art of Intimate Marriage with Dr. Jennifer Conzin. Sensitive yet frank advice for enjoying every benefit of one of God's most fundamental gifts. Dr. Conzin is a licensed marriage and family counselor, sex therapist, as well as an adjunct professor, award-winning researcher, author, and speaker. With today's conversation on the biblical approach to fulfilling intimacy in marriage, here's Jennifer. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. And in our last broadcast, we talked about some of the one of the sexual dysfunctions that couples encounter in marriage, and that is low sexual desire. Men and women experience that. Today, and for the next several broadcasts, we're going to talk about other challenges, physiological, sexual functioning challenges that couples have. So today we're going to talk about female sexual pain. And this is, boy, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but it's a pretty big percentage of women that experience either some discomfort to moderate discomfort to severe discomfort while having sex. What that means is either they feel discomfort just by being touched in the vaginal area, especially close to the opening of the vulva, of the vagina, actually, right at the vestibule, which is the tissue right around the vaginal opening. Sometimes people will say they experience their pain there. And so even when they're touched, they experience pain. And then definitely when their partner penetrates during intercourse, the pain is severe, they'll express that they feel a ripping, a tearing sensation during thrusting, especially at entry. For some women, it ends soon after lubrication builds up around the penile tissues and intercourse becomes a little less friction. And then they women will say, I only feel the discomfort right when we start. And then other women will say they feel the discomfort the entire time that right at the vestibule, that tissue right around the vagina, that they feel it at every thrust or whenever their husband might pull out and go back in. So that's vaginal pain of that kind, but there's a lot of different kinds of vaginal pain or, excuse me, sexual pain. Some women experience pain more internal, where they'll not feel it at the vestibule, but they'll feel it more uh, into the vagina. The, verse, the first third of the vagina has the majority of the nerves in the sexual region. The inner two-thirds of the vagina actually don't have a lot of innervation from the nerves. So sometimes people will express that the pain is more internal. Others will say the pain occurs when the penis strikes against the cervix, at least it's farther back. And so usually that's because there's some kind of striking against the cervix or if there are sometimes internal damage from scarring, from births, things like that. Sometimes people will experience pain farther in. This, again, would all be during intercourse. Some women, however, experience pain while they're having an orgasm, meaning during the process of experiencing orgasm, it's painful then. So not during thrusting, not during entry, but during the process of orgasm. That's quite a bit more of a rare experience of pain. And often that's tied to, again, can be tissues internally that have become damaged, or it can be due to scarring, issues like that. 
Uh, pelvic floor therapy can be very beneficial. We'll go into that more. The other kind of pain that women experience is after sex. So orgasm's over, it's the next day, and then they experience what is usually, uh, if they go to a doctor, they'll say you have a UTI and you're experiencing uh, pain during urination or you're experiencing uh, yeast infections. And so it's sex causes because you have X, Y, and Z, you have pain afterwards, the day after, for weeks after, for some. So there are different ways that sexual pain is experienced by women. And we're going to talk about some of those. What's really important is remembering what do the scriptures say about what sex is supposed to be like for women? Because one of the common responses to women's sexual pain is, well, you know, women have pain and you need to be giving to your husband. So you just got to push through. That's just how it works. And so women will say, not only do they have pain, but then they don't enjoy sex overall. It really affects their desire. It really affects their ability to reach orgasm and to have any kind of pleasure when it comes to sex. And it is vital to understand what do the scriptures say about pleasure? Should women, and this is a big issue in our culture, should women prioritize and search for and make it a goal to enjoy sex. that Let me tell you, that is a resounding yes, biblically. So 1 Corinthians 7 talks about, you know, Paul is explaining that, you know, it's better for you to stay unmarried like me. And then he says, because, you know, when a man is married, then he has to think about pleasing his wife. And the woman, the wife needs to think about pleasing her husband. And he talks in more detail about the sexual relationship and how they shouldn't um, keep from having sex. They need to continue having sex. Well, so in that context, it's super helpful to recognize we need to be giving each other pleasure. Now, obviously, that pleasure means the entire relationship. Pleasing your spouse means your entire relationship. And so it definitely means in your sexual relationship that we need to be bringing pleasure to one another in that area of life as well. And when that's not happening, hmm, we should do something about it. So yes, the Bible gives us a resounding, uh-huh, this is supposed to happen. Women are also supposed to enjoy sex. Our culture will tend to say, and I just had somebody say to me the other day, you know what, as long as he's happy, I'm good. Mm, I would challenge that. I actually think God intends for both the husband and the wife to be happy with their sexual relationship. You can go back and listen to a previous broadcast on what does the Bible say about sex. And in there, I explain about the words that God uses to describe sex. And it's fun because the words are fire, burning, intoxication, reeling. Now, these words are used somewhat more in context of the male and his response to the female. But that is true of a good chunk of the Bible where what's explained is explained in terms of the male point of view, and it applies to everybody. So that's how I read those scriptures. I encourage you to take those scriptures that way, that when God says that we're to be intoxicated by, the husband is to be intoxicated by his wife, that definitely applies to the woman. She needs to also be like, wow, this was great. It causes burning and fire, not as in sexual pain, burning and fire, but burning and fire as in this was really great. 
Um, when you look at First Thessalonians 4, verse 3, uh, he clarifies that sex should be holy and honorable. It should be holy. We should be set apart. In other words, that we're pursuing our sexuality according to what the scriptures say and that it's honorable, that we treat one another with honor. That's throughout the scriptures and sexuality in Ephesians um, as well, that the marriage bed should be treated with honor and be kept pure. So sex is to be honorable. So how we are with one another is to honor one another. And then this is super helpful too. In Proverbs 5, it says again, that the male is satisfied uh, as he enjoys his wife's breasts. Again, although that is an absolutely clear passage about male satisfaction, God clearly states there that sex should be satisfying, that the sexual relationship and that how we enjoy each other's bodies should be satisfying. And therefore, yes, women, sex needs to be satisfying for you. So it's not just about your husband. He's good. That that works for us. Mm. Let me tell you, most men will say, I I would enjoy my sex life much more if my wife also enjoyed our sex life. So (laughs) it's just true whether it's the words that husbands will say or what the scriptures say themselves. Female enjoyment and pleasure and satisfaction for sex is vital. So how does that apply to sexual pain? Because when women experience physiological sexual pain when they're involved in intercourse and so on, it robs the body of pain. That makes sense. I talked about this in a previous broadcast that um, the pain, think about it this way. If there was a stove on, you wouldn't walk up to the stove and go, I'm going to put my hand on that burner. No, your brain says, away, away, move away. Don't touch, don't touch. You know, we have a system in our brain and our body that's that says, don't go towards that pain. That's exactly what happens when women experience sexual pain. It affects their interest, desire for sex. Absolutely. And so the whole idea of, well, women have pain. That's just how it is. No, let's not buy into that. There are answers. I'm going to share some of those with you. Okay, so what do we do with pain? Well, number one, we need to understand what it is. In the Diagnostic Manual for Mental Health, the new term is for sexual pain for women is genitopelvic pain penetration disorder. Goodness. Okay, what does that mean? Genito, meaning genital, pelvic, meaning the pain can occur anywhere in the pelvic area. And that it occurs often during penetration, but it doesn't necessarily only mean during penetration. So they've put this big old long term to mean any kind of pain anywhere in that area associated with sex. This is the diagnosis. So the way that that's described in the manual is vaginal penetration during intercourse, vulvovaginal pain, which means the vulva is the entire structure. The vagina, remember, that's the tube going from its entry that you can see physically all the way up to the cervix, right? Well, the vulva is the tissue all the way around the vagina. That includes the clitoris, the vaginal lips, the majora, the labia minor and labia minor and labia major. And it includes 
um, the vestibule. So all of the tissue around the vagina is the vulva. So marked vulvovaginal and pelvic pain, meaning some women don't experience it in the vulva, but it's somewhere in the pelvic area. In anticipation of or as a result of vaginal penetration. So that means uh, for some women, they just continue to experience pain. So they become tense. And so then when sex happens, that tension muscularly pinches nerves, causes more pain. So in other words, the anticipation of pain can be problematic. And then also when it says uh, anticipation or a result of, so that would be somebody that actually experiences the pain either internally or later after sex. And then uh, the other part of the definition for genitopelvic pain penetration disorder is marked tensing and tightening, I already mentioned this, of the pelvic floor muscles during the attempted vaginal penetration. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of different areas, right? That people can experience pain. Well, when I ask people how much pain do you experience, they'll say just a little bit or kind of medium or severely. It's important to put your pain on some kind of how bad is it so that you can figure out um, when you're expressing to a doctor, to a sexual medicine specialist, exactly what's going on. And the reality is there's a lot of different things that cause sexual pain and that are a result of sexual pain. So we're going to go into that a bit. I do want to take just a moment here in the broadcast to address the fact that there are all kinds of different resources that you can utilize. This program is one of them. They, all of these broadcasts are podcasted on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage. You can go there and listen to the broadcasts. You can buy my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage. In fact, go do that. I've been just having so much fun with people in my office who are reading my book as they're seeing me. It's super helpful. Um, even for people who aren't seeing me, I've had, I've enjoyed a lot of different stories of people that are reading and how it's benefited their marriage. So go buy it. You can buy it on Amazon. You can see the link on my website. On my website is a, a bunch of other stuff that you can look at blogs and other um, recordings. You can also see there a link. This is a listener-supported ministry. We need your support to continue to be on this broadcast. Please, if this is helpful to you, if you think it'll be helpful to others, go on the website, go ahead and donate. That link is on there as well. If you have questions based on the different recordings that you've been listening to, you can send those to my address. My email is jenniferconzen at yahoo.com. I would love to know your questions. Go ahead and send those in. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about some of the challenges, some of the things that cause vaginal pain. One of them is just that the tissues become dry and they lose their elasticity. The vaginal tissues um, lose their ability to move smoothly during friction, both friction given by hands and fingers, as well as friction of the penis entering the vagina. And that can be due to a number of different factors. And of course, we already talked about some of the other types of pain. I do encourage you, there's a book out there. If you're not sure what kind of pain you're experiencing and what kind of name it would have, you can actually purchase Dr. Erwin Goldstein. He wrote a book along with Andrew Goldstein and um, Carolina Pukal. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. When Sex Hurts. Go buy it. Read it. If you are experiencing sexual pain, it's it's super medical, but it's very readable. Go buy Goldstein's book. Learn about that. 
in the past, if you're if you've ever read articles on vaginal pain, the term that's used um, through the years has been vaginismus or dyspareunia. Dyspareunia is literally the word meaning pain. Vaginismus has to do with the tightening of the muscles during intercourse that might be causing pain. What they did now in the new manuals, they kind of combined these two. So if you're reading things, those are the words you're going to hear on a technical end, vaginismus and dyspareunia. And now we just have a new understanding of it because um, medical research and clinical studies have helped explain on a deeper level what's happening. Sometimes pain is due to either the tenseness, let me put it this way, the tenseness that sometimes women experience, the tension they feel around sex that cause them to anticipate something negative. So they tense up their muscles and then it makes it hard to either penetrate or it causes penetration to be painful. It can come from a lot of different places. Honestly, it can come from when someone has a negative view of sex. And we've talked about that in previous broadcasts. Or if someone has a religious background where they've um, come to believe that sex is dirty and negative and bad, that can cause women to be tense, which can, yes, cause a problem with pain and penetration. Also, when people don't really understand how the body works and the mechanics of sexual functioning, that can cause problems with entry and the pain during thrusting. People often have had, um, often might not be the best word, have sometimes had traumatic sexual events. So if women have been exposed to sexual abuse, to molestation, to rape, it is highly possible that the response, the painful response, is due to some physiological trauma and to some psychological trauma that happened during that time. I do have to tell you, I worked with a couple where they came in and she experienced a high level of pain. I referred her to a sexual medicine specialist. And while we were working together before she saw the specialist, her husband was pretty sure that her pain was due to her severe background. Well, she had a severe background. She'd been gang raped a couple different times, and then she'd been individually raped a couple different times. Okay, that alone makes sense that it might cause somebody to be a little tense around having sex and that that could therefore cause sexual pain. And he had believed that's why she was avoiding sex. Well, her symptoms, though, pointed to something a little bit biological. So when she went to see the specialist, back came the results that she actually had Organ prolapse, which means both the the anal and vaginal and pelvic floor, all of those parts of the body had collapsed. So it was pinching on all the different parts of the muscles and the, the nerves of the pelvic floor. She also had endometriosis and she had um, severe redness in the Bartholin's and Skeen's glands that was due to low testosterone. She had three different major pain issues going on biologically. Yes, she was probably also affected by her background, but boy, we sure needed to figure out the medical problems as well. So etiology, meaning what causes something, can, boy, cover a lot of different areas. Sometimes people also have had violent backgrounds, or they have a low threshold for pain, or they're more of a personality style or, or cognitive style where they tend to be stressed overall. And they definitely have found that when people, and I have seen that in my practice, that when women are in general more anxiety 
they just live at a high level of anxiety, it can definitely affect pain levels in their overall body as well as in sexuality. So that's what I have. I, I When I work with people, in my personal experience, my professional experience, I would say that pain is usually associated with a number of different areas. Someone can have high stress. They also uh, often have low testosterone, which absolutely affects the pain. So their hormone levels are off. They are someone who has maybe a lot of guilt and high anxiety around sex overall, which can cause them to tighten their pelvic floor. And they've then begun avoiding sex, and so sex has become more painful. Now, if somebody has any kind of illness, cancer, surgery, that in and of itself right there, or if they're in the middle of menopause and hormones are affected, and we're going to go into this in more detail, that's a big chunk of why women experience pain and sexuality as well. So the reality is... Pain affects desire, right? And so sometimes women will say, I just don't have any desire for sex. And then one of the first things I check is, how is your comfort with sex? And pain can affect arousal, meaning it can become hard to feel the tingling and throbbing sensation or to even think that that's a positive sensation when the body is also saying, pain, 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 danger, 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 go away. So it's important to figure out what's going on in your body. Do you have an illness if you've been through cancer, if you've been through any chemotherapy, that's absolutely going to affect the vaginal tissues and the level of dryness and pain and elasticity to the vaginal tissues. So first of all, check out your medical history. Go in and see a, a specialist. Not all gynecologists and urologists are trained in sexual pain. Um, you, I always recommend seeing a sexual medicine specialist. We have them here in San Diego. So how do both therapists and sexual medicine specialists, how do they treat vaginal pain? Well, first of all, it has to be assessed. Where is it? Where is it located? What quality of pain is it? How intense is it? When does it occur? What's the time course? What are some of the other medical factors? There might be a dermatological factor. There are different dermat dermatological um things that can happen to the tissue of the vulva that can cause pain. We're not going to go into that today, but there's quite a few of them. It can be due to STDs and so on. It can be due to fibroids. So what are the other biomedical and dermatological factors that could be affecting it? That's why you would need to see a medical specialist. Now, yes, there are all kinds of psychological and what you would call psychosocial, meaning how we feel, how we think, that affect that pain. And I've reviewed most of them already. I just want to emphasize that, yes, when a relationship is in distress, if your marriage is in distress and you've continued to just go ahead and have sex, that's going to be problematic to your experience of pain. And how you cope with physical discomfort is going to be a part of it. So what are some of the medical therapies out there and what are some of the alternative therapies out there? I want to suggest first and explain first some of the alternative therapies to pain. One of them is just using acupuncture. Yes, even there, acupuncture does get used to the vaginal tissues and to the pelvic floor. There are also all kinds of different Alternative treatments available through when someone sees a homeopathic doctor or just 
when you read things on the internet. That might be using natural oils. And so this would be gaining, if your body is not getting well lubricated, it means you can buy an over-the-counter lubrication. There's quite a few choices out there. Um, but also people are, are still having problems with that or because they've got different chemicals or they don't want to use something that isn't natural. Then you can also use like avocado oil, olive, peanut, and corn oils. There are herbal products that are out there. There are, um, there are soy there, that are, um, boy, I can't even c- c- pronounce some of the names. But <laughs> the challenge with some of the products that you can actually buy in the stores and there's a number of them, is that they just haven't been studied very well. And if you have other medical complications, that might not be what works for your body. So there are alternative therapies to helping the tissues overall do a better job with the friction of intercourse. The other issue is that there may be a medical challenge that you're having, and you may need to get your testosterone tested or your estrogen tested, so testing your hormones. Often when women have super low testosterone, it affects the experience of touch to the vestibule. And so that's when the Bartholin's and Skeen's glands will become red and inflamed. And there, there are two glands that are upper and lower to the vaginal entrance. And so, which makes sense during thrusting, it's going to press against those glands. And so medical treatment would be to go ahead and go on some form of testosterone uh, or estrogen or progestin or all of the above. So hormonal treatments are common. There are other kinds of uh, surgeries that are done, diet and herbal remedies that people use, nerve blocks are used. Sometimes people engage in biofeedback and physical therapy. Physical therapy usually is a major important adjunct therapy to any kind of sex therapy or sexual medicine treatment. Physical therapy, very important. The, the reality is there's a number of different issues and getting a good assessment so you can figure out what your body needs, what your psyche needs, what your heart needs to overcome pain is key. When I work with couples, I'm often helping lower the anxiety around sexuality. I'm offering emotional support during the process because usually the interactions around that pain have caused a lot of conflict for the couple. And so that's a big part of what a sex therapist would do. I give people a really clear understanding of there are a lot of other things that you can do sexually, especially if you're going for medical treatment. In the meantime, you can bring each other to sexual pleasure without the penis actually entering the vagina. So those are just some really quick, quick tastes of the different possibilities of how to deal with sexual pain, what causes sexual pain. You can go and read Goldstein's book. You can go on my website. You can buy The Art of Intimate Marriage, learn some more. But basically, yes, women should experience pleasure with sex. So let's figure out what that problem is and so that it can change and you and your husband can enjoy the sexual relationship as God intended. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. Thank you for joining us for The Art of Intimate Marriage. Now, let's be real. This is not a typical radio program, and we know it generates questions. If you have one you'd like Dr. Kanzen to address here on air, email her at jenniferkanzen at yahoo.com. Kanzen is spelled K-O-N-Z-E-N, jenniferkanzen at yahoo.com. We hope today's program was beneficial to you, and if you agree this unique voice should be on the air, your donations will help keep it there. 
To give or to get more information about the ministry, Dr. Kanzen's Center for Sexuality in San Diego, or to get more resources for improving intimacy in marriage, visit us on the web at theartofintimatemarriage.com. And for more on experiencing the marriage God designed, join us this same time next week for The Art of Intimate Marriage.